Welcome to the Creating Unshakable Self-Confidence Podcast. This is a place for creating the self-confidence you need to create the life, marriage, and body of your dreams. If you want to stop struggling with your weight, bring more romance to your marriage, more boldness, more resilience, and more joy to your life, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Sherry Brazier. I'm a mother to four boys, a wife, a self-proclaimed professional dieter and certified confidence life coach. Let's go. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. This is episode number 18, The Study of You. The relationship that you have with yourself is the most important relationship that you have. This is an interesting thing to think about because We all have people and society and church, other moms, friends, family, whoever, that is telling us what we should believe about ourselves. And I actually find this somewhat helpful because I'm an ideas person and I love to take in information, but it can get me into trouble if I don't allow my own beliefs and my own opinions to weigh in as well. And I really have to be mindful that I don't start comparing myself and feeling less than when I take in information from the world. So for me, listening to others and watching others helps me decide which way I want to go. But here's what I see. When you don't have a vision of who you are, you will find yourself looking for it in others. You will want others to tell you This is usually done on an unconscious level. You don't realize that you're looking for validation or for someone to tell you who to be. So more recently, I've decided to ask myself some questions about my thoughts about me. This goes right along with the free guide that I'm sharing with you all. And if you haven't gotten that yet, go get it. There's a link in the show notes of this episode, and it will go really nicely along with this episode. It'll kind of give you a little bit more in-depth overview of how this whole thing works. So I found out some really helpful information after I did this exercise. So the thoughts that you have about you is what drives you every day in your life. It's the internal temperature that's running in the background. It's mostly unnoticed consciously, but very evident in the results that you're getting in your life now. So my clients will come to me thinking that they have at least an okay view of themselves, but when they get into it, they are amazed at what is actually running the show. We are completely unconscious of the background music that's playing in our lives. And the background music is actually what is driving you to do the things that you do and how you show up in the world. And we all like to think it's our conscious thoughts, which help, but it's that background music that's kind of running that is really what's happening in your life. That's what, that's where the gold is. Okay. Here are some thoughts that I want you to consider about yourself and how you you want to do this work, okay? So the first one is, what are your thoughts about you? What do you like about you? 
What don't you like? Who do you think you are in the world? Who are you in your home? Who are you in your job? Who are you as a wife, as a mom? Like, what are your thoughts about you in all of those situations? Okay. And not, you want to be really careful here. You don't want to write down what you think you're supposed to be, what you think you're supposed to think about you. It's really important that you figure out what you really believe about yourself, what you really think about you, good and bad. It's really, really important. So I want you to, like, you can do this in private. No one has to know. This was really hard for me to kind of be honest with myself about what I thought about me. But I, it's really, really important for this exercise for you to be honest with yourself about what your true thoughts about you are. So the next question is, what are your thoughts about your life? Like, do you have schooling? Do you wish you had schooling? Do you like your job or your career? Do you enjoy being a mom or a wife? Or do you wish you were a mom and a wife because you're not? Or whatever, like what is the, what is your thoughts about how your life is going? Do you like where you live? Do you maybe want to move somewhere else? You know, those kinds of things is what you want to put in this question. What, what are your thoughts about your life? The next one is, what do you believe about your dreams coming true? Like we all have dreams that are running kind of in the background. Some of us know what our dreams are, but a lot of us don't. And what do you think about your dreams coming true? Do you have dreams? Do you spend much time thinking about them? And this is none of these questions you want to be judgmental. You want to be curious. Okay. You want to try to keep judgment out of it and just be curious about what what's going on in your head. Like what, it's kind of like you're interviewing yourself and it's interesting what the answers are. Okay. That's, that's what this is. It's like a interview with yourself. So the next one is what do you believe about your ability to create what you want? That one is a big one. Like, what do you think your, your ability is? Do you think that you can create what you want and why or why not? And are you working towards them? consistently? Are you working towards your goals and what you want to create? Are you doing any of that consistently? Then there's this one and it's a big one. What do you want to believe about yourself? You can believe anything you want. You don't have to have permission to think that you're a rock star cook. You just get to believe that. You don't have to ask permission to think that you're a great mom. You can just decide that you are. You can just decide that for you. Did you know this? You can also decide that you don't always have to get it right. And that doesn't mean that you're any less amazing. In fact, the more amazing that you think you are, even when you might not get it right, the more amazing you'll end up being. It's actually a proven fact. Think about the 1% of people who are in that high achieving category. They say, you know, there's 1% of the population that's in like this really high achieving category. They're, they're the ones that make millions of dollars, obviously, but even if they don't make millions of dollars, they're just super successful in whatever it is that they're doing. There's only 1% of the population that is really super successful. Think about those people. Do you think that they spend a lot of time beating themselves up 
for the mistakes that they make? I don't think so. They do make mistakes and sometimes really big ones, but the key is they all have a process of learning from those mistakes and it keeps them moving forward. The mistakes that they make actually move them forward. The mistakes they make are not putting them back. They're not beating themselves up. They're not stopping. It's not putting them in a in a place where they're stuck. When they make mistakes, they have a process of working through those mistakes and learning from those mistakes to bring them forward, to help them move forward in, in their businesses or in their lives or whatever it is that, are, that they're doing. I used to hate cleaning the house, but I had a friend whose house was beautiful and clean all the time. And every time I went over there, I felt ashamed because I didn't take the time that she did to keep her house clean. And I began associating a clean house with being a good mom. And if my house was clean, then I was a good mom. And I spent so much time trying to find time to clean my house all at once. Because doing it little by little every day, like doing little things every day to kind of keep it clean and keep it picked up wasn't enough for me. I wanted it to be all clean on one day from top to bottom. And I had to find a day that was dedicated to cleaning in order to get that done. And I eventually found that day and I hated it. (laughs) I hated that day, but then I loved it too, because my house was clean at the end of the day. And I loved the feeling of having a new, a clean house, but I hated doing it. I hated that day. And I hated spending an entire day cleaning. It's honestly like stabbing out my eyeballs, but I loved the result of having a clean house. And so I found myself in this tug of war with myself, with hating the cleaning, but loving it being done. And so I just kept pushing forward. Like I just pushed on. I just kept planning my week that that day was my cleaning day. And I just pushed on and I made myself do it. But the problem was I hated it really. So Anytime something else came along, like grocery shopping or lunch with a friend or a good book, I'd find myself taking time from my cleaning day to do those things. It was not hard for me to justify doing anything else on that day. And it really caused me a lot of stress because I had associated a clean house with being a good mom. And so if I kept over scheduling myself on the day that I had planned on cleaning the house and I didn't get the house cleaned, then I would have all of this, these feelings of not being a good mom. And I should, then I just totally beat myself up because I'm not a good mom. I can't keep my house clean. You know, I'm, I'm sure I'm preaching to the choir, right? And my friend is the best mom and has a beautifully clean home. So I just thought I'll do what she does to be a good mom. You need a clean house. And having a clean house means you're a good mom. And I looked at her and she's great at both of those things. And so I thought, you know, I was young and I thought that's what I needed to do. And so I just was going to do what she did. So do you see what, what we do? We do this, right? I I'm sure that all of you guys are like, yeah, amen. I've done it. I'm certain that all of you guys are also saying, Sherry, that's absurd. 
You can be a great mom and not have an immaculately clean home. But in my mind at the time, that just wasn't true. And I spent years with this mindset and it caused me lots of pain and so much self-doubt. Now, I still don't love to clean, but I love to have a clean home. So as I wrestled with these two things, I found that I love to listen to podcasts and I love to listen to general conference talks. So I decided to pair those two things together. Cleaning my home became my personal development time. And I found some really great podcasts and it became my favorite time of the week. And I just knew that I was going to put my earbuds in, get my grubby clothes on, pull my hair back in a ponytail. I had a list of either audiobooks or podcasts or general conference talks or whatever that I was just going to pop my earbuds in and off I would go. And I got to the point, I mean, we all are moms and so we clean all the time. We know how to clean. It's not like we have to take a whole lot of mental energy to clean, right? And so I just would pop my earbuds in and before I knew it, the house was all clean and I felt filled up because I had learned something. I had um, listened to great music. I mean, there's so many things I would do. Most of the time I would listen to either a podcast or a general conference talk because those are my favorite. But every once in a while, I would have a really good book that I wanted to listen to. And so I would listen to books or sometimes I just wanted to get it done really fast. And so I'd put on some like upbeat jam and music and blare it really loud in my earbuds. And then I would get it done a lot faster. And this just became like my favorite time of the week. I just loved it. And my house was clean at the end. And that was, that just felt so good to me. It just felt like I accomplished that thing. I conquered my, the hatred, you know, stabbing out my eyeballs of cleaning the house. Like I just did not love it. And then it became something that I just really, really enjoyed. And I don't hate cleaning now. I mean, it's not something that I super enjoy doing, but like I wouldn't be able to go clean with friends because the only way that I really like to do it is if I can put my earbuds in. So I've created this this kind of schedule, this routine of how I do things. And when I I have a couple of rooms in the house which I'm sure you all you guys all have and they're like they need to be cleaned out, organized, you know, whatever. And I just put my earbuds in and off I go. And it actually makes me kind of excited to, to do something like that because I've created this routine that I really, really enjoy. So, um, I discovered a plan that just absolutely works for me. And so uncovering my beliefs about me has been really powerful for me because I really have done a lot of work on my self-confidence over the years. And it was really interesting what my answers to these questions were now and remembering what it would have been a few years ago. As you guys learn about you, you'll start to see why you're getting the results in your life. The story you tell about yourself to yourself is playing out in real time in your life. 
if you're not getting the results that you want in your life, and by that I mean, if you're unhappy in your life for whatever reason, then you would benefit on doing this exercise and finding out what you're believing about you. It's the first step. You might think it sounds scary or, I don't know, maybe even a little woo-woo, and you'll want to skip it. I did. I, I went around and around a lot. And I did make some progress, but it was small and not sustaining. So do this work first and everything after it will just fall nicely into place. After you've done your study of you and your thoughts about yourself and you've written all of that down and you've gotten a good idea of where you're at, then you can add these things to your uh, routine. And I do these, this next thing that I'm going to tell you, I do this at night and I do it every night. So the study of you and those questions and your thoughts about you, you'll just do once for awareness. And that'll just give you some awareness of what you think about you. And that will be really eye-opening for you. And you just keep writing and finding those things. And it's kind of like cleaning out the corners of your mind because that's where the bugs are is in the corners. And they're the ones that are kind of, you know, eating away at your self-confidence is that underlying messages that are that you're not aware of. And doing this study of you is going to bring those out and let you be conscious of those. And then you can decide if you want to keep them or not. If they're serving you, then, then great. Like if you really have a certain area in your life where you really are proud of yourself and you think you're doing a really good job in this one area, then that's what one thing you're going to keep. You're going to want to grow that. You're going to want to really dive into that and grow that belief in that particular area. But then you might have other areas where you're like, well, that doesn't sound very good. No wonder I can't do X, Y, Z because I've got that thing running in the background. You know, Um, just recently I found a big one. It was affecting my life in a major way. And I knew something was off. I knew there was something that was running in the background because I could see my results in my life were not what I wanted. And so I knew there was something, but I couldn't catch it. I couldn't find it. And I was doing a lot of work and I was getting a lot of coaching and I just could not access it. It was like locked up. It was just really deep in the corner. I like to call it like a blind spot. Like it was just in that blind spot that I just couldn't see. And the other day I I uncovered it and it was pretty intense. I was like, no wonder, no wonder. And I don't even believe that. I, the thing that, that came out, I was like, whoa, that, that's pretty crazy. And um, I have been able to ditch it. I've been able to say, I don't want to think that anymore. I want to be conscious of where that comes up. And it has come up a lot. Um, I can see why it's been, why I've gotten the results in my life in this one particular area that I've gotten, because I've had this, this sentence in my brain that, is kind of an underlying thing. And I've, so now I'm recognizing it's coming up a lot. And now I'm able to say, nope, we're not thinking that anymore. That is not what we want to do. I haven't gotten to the point yet where I've come up with something different. I'm just noticing how many times that's coming up and being aware and conscious because that is the most helpful thing I think is to be conscious of it. 
Because if we're not conscious, we can't make a change. If we're not conscious, then we don't know. If you're asleep, you're missing your life, right? So we got to be awake. And so now I'm awake to this one particular thing. And now I can go about making choices that are different, that are going to create a different result in my life, right? So these questions, so these questions I want you to do in the evening. And I'm, I just introduced this to my kids and we are doing it every night at the dinner table. When we sit down to have dinner, I'm asking them these questions and it's hilarious because they are like, what are you talking about? We don't know what to say. Um, and it's been really good. So I will keep you posted on how this goes as we continue to do it. But here's your questions for the end of the day. What went well today? Doesn't matter what it is. Just pick something that was, that made you happy, that you enjoyed, whatever it is. It doesn't matter what that is. Just something that you enjoyed. Okay. What went well today? Number two, what did I accomplish today? Was there something that you did that you accomplished that you acknowledge yourself for accomplishing that? How can I be proud of myself today? That's number three. Something that you've done that you can be proud of yourself. And then number four, what can I do better tomorrow? This one is one of those things where you're like, well, I I want to achieve this goal. And, you know, I let's just take weight because it's an easy, it's an easy one to use as an analogy. So you have a goal of losing 10 pounds, let's say. You can use this as what went well today in your, did you know, what went well in your food plan? What did you accomplish today? So maybe you thought of, maybe you found something in your, in your thought process about food or exercise or whatever that you were able to accomplish. What can you be proud of yourself today as far as your your goal for your weight loss and then what can you do better tomorrow? So this is your assessment of your day and you assess what went right, what went wrong, what worked, what didn't, and then what do you wanna do tomorrow? How do you want to take this information that you have today and make your decisions for tomorrow, right? So the importance of doing the study of you on your goals and dreams that you want to create is crucial. It will make this work go so much easier and faster, especially when it comes to weight loss. I mean, if you kind of do the study of you and you kind of know what's, what is running in your, in the back of your mind, the work that you do on weight loss is like leaps and bounds, you will get so much more traction when you understand what's going on in your mind, like what's running in your head. So uncovering your thoughts about you is like breaking the chains of old behaviors and habits that have you stuck and unhappy and stepping into something new and amazing. So as you break through these chains your new belief in yourself will just grow by leaps and bounds. It's going to blow your mind, you guys. This is really important work. And people think that it's, you know, when I first started doing this, I thought, you know, I'm going to be boastful. Like this is, you know, pride. Um, It just felt wrong. And I thought I was being arrogant. And that didn't feel good at all. But as I tweaked it and I tweaked my mindset and I learned from applying it, I came to understand that it's okay to acknowledge my accomplishments. 
And God even wants me to, as long as I'm not thinking I'm better than anyone else. Pride is when you see yourself above another. Acknowledging your accomplishments is not prideful unless you spin it so that no one else can do it as well as you can. That is when it's prideful. When you're acknowledging things that you have accomplished and things you can be proud of, that is godly. God wants us to do that. He wants us to be proud of our accomplishments. Because when we're proud of ourselves, we do more in the world. That builds our self-confidence and we can do more in the world when we are confident in ourselves. And we can't be confident in ourselves if we don't acknowledge the things that we do that are good and that we are proud of ourselves for. When we get into pride and arrogance is when we think we're better than someone else or we can do it better than someone else. That's when we move into pride. I'm not better at something than someone else. I'm just good at whatever it is that I've created and that I've worked on, right? So, all right, you guys, that's what I have for you today. Go get the guide, Believing New Things. It will help you in this work of the study of you. So do your thoughts about you and then take the worksheet of Believing New Things. The study of you will help you to understand what you want to believe about yourself. And then the Believing New Things worksheet will help you kind of implement it and and give you the tools and the actual steps to implement it. And then do your evening review and what went well, what didn't go so well, and what can you tweak and change. And this is the work that I do. That's what I've done for lots of years. There's little things here and there that I've tweaked, but this has really, really been helpful for me. And it has made it so that I've been able to create some awesome things in my life and create abundance for myself and for my family. And I know that you guys can do it too. So give it a try. And I really, really can't encourage you enough to do this for yourself. It seriously is the biggest gift that you can give to yourself and to your family. So go do the study of you and get your guide on believing new things and put them together and see what amazing epic stuff you can create. So have a great week, you guys. I'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Creating Unshakable Self-Confidence podcast. I invite you to learn more. I created a free starter guide for you, four steps to start believing the impossible and creating the life of your dreams. Why do you need this guide? In this guide, you will learn the four-step process I use to start believing new things, how to decide what you want to think on purpose and ditch the things you don't. You will learn the skill of creating thoughts intentionally and believing things you don't yet believe to achieve your highest desires. Visit sherrybrazier.com today to get your free guide now.